0: Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to our show. Good champion in Jeff, and Jeff, and Jeff. Happy to welcome you to our program as well. Here are the categories. First off, Jeff, 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 and Jeff.
1: Um, let's try Jeff for 200.
0: Jeff, Jeff. What is Jeff? Yes.
1: Um Jeff for 400.
0: Jeff. Jeff. What is Jeff? That's right. Uh Jeff for 600. Jeff,
2: Jeff, 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 Jeff.
0: Jeff.
1: What is San Francisco? No, Jeff. What is Jeff?
0: Right again. Jeff for a 1000. Jeff, 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 Jeff,
2: Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. And that would be Jeff.
1: Jim, James, Tim. What's his name? I wrote down Jeff. Please welcome Jeffrey Lord. Oh, this is for the Jeffrey is
2: Lord Lord, really? I thought Jeffrey Lord was kind of like a real guy.
1: How oh, are you supposed to be a strong, thrilling, powerful warrior and lover with a name like this? It is like a weak ejaculation. <laughs> the
2: Lord is the
1: gatekeeper of all music in Fort Worth. Oh, Jeffrey. If you don't love the Lord, you're effing effed. F. Like,
0: really, is this the level that you sung to, Lord? So I'm done with Jeffrey Lord.
2: Hey, 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 welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jeffrey Lord. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, we're going to have a real jeff a tonight. A real Jeff-fest. All right, all right, sit down. All right, all right, all right. Everybody's super excited to have not one, but two Jeffs on the show tonight. It'll be me, Jeffrey Lord, interviewing... Jeff Zero, so it'll be a Jeff on Jeff crime. Eh, not a crime. Jeff on Jeff good time. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's not so bad. I like it. All right. Anyways, welcome to the show. Before we get started too far into it, I do want to say um, something about last week's show. If you haven't listened to it, I encourage you to go back and listen to it. It was was tough for me. I was really nervous about it. Um, I didn't want to come off hateful or mean or anything like that. And so, and I don't think I did. I think the show was really well. I think I could have done a better job interviewing um but I think a lot of good information was out there and um the guests were exceptional. What I want to talk about is the is the the music I played a song um called Chains at the beginning and then um um God, I can't remember the last. it has to do with hope um on the last song Anyways, there was a comment from Sean Russell who did the Chains song. He's like, I don't want anybody to think that Chains is the, um, like the theme song or whatever for Christian nationalism. And I was thinking, I was like, I don't think anybody thought that, especially if they listened. I hope that nobody thought that I was really careful, not careful, but I was really thoughtful about the music. Um, last week I was going to put a couple other songs in there, but they were kind of, you know, really pointed, um, songs, really aggressive songs, um, against christians and christian nationalism and stuff i was like ah, eh, let's not go into it guns ablaze on let's try to take this a little bit more um you know appropriately you know and just kind of walk softly and so i picked chain songs it's kind of like you know let go of these chains and stuff and to me it was the chains of fear and the things that um the things that drive us to believe um things that are against our best interest if we can give up that burden those chains that's kind of why i put that song there and the song at the end was about hope um which is why i put that there so they're supposed to be very anti-christian nationalism if anything and so anyways i don't know how many people from this week listens for last week listened to this week or whatever but you know if there was any confusion on why i played the music that was it um so it just kind of threw, uh, threw me back cause like i said i was very thoughtful about the songs. Um, anyways, I only got a few more seconds. So I wanted to talk about last night for just a moment. Um, we went to the cicada and saw some metal bands. I don't think I can change this. Let me see here. Okay. We went to the cicada and um, saw um, Inverted Candles and Sharpie and The Spectacle and Ox Combine. Um I got a patch from Ox Combine which was really cool. I love it when I go to a show and there's a band there that has patch has patches. So that was cool. The spectacle is always great. That's why I went out there. I'm not really a heavy metal guy. I like it okay. I mean it's it's not my thing. It's not what I really go for or look for, but every now and again, you know, I'll happen upon one and that I really like and I, you know, can really kind of groove with and I really dig on and that'd be the spectacle you know which is why i went um but sharpie was good they were interesting i'd never seen them before um they were really cool they put on a good show and the band before them inverted candles it was like a black metal and um i don't know if i've if, if i've been to a black metal show it's been a long time and i haven't never been to a local black metal show so it was interesting man metal players are all this top-notch fantastic and you know instrumental instrumentalist or whatever they're really good at playing their instruments so it was a good time I just want to give a shout out to those four bands and the cicada and everybody that was there last night it was good seeing some old friends Marlon and Thomas and Susie and Dustin and you know maybe missing some people but it was it was cool it was a lot of fun man I haven't been out seeing a local show in a while and so last night was a good good time so speaking of good times we're going to get in. To the meat of the show, um, here in just a little bit, I'm going to call Jeff Zero. Um, we'll talk to him. It's Jeff Zero, and his own private universe is a, an album out. Um, dang it! I already forgot the name. It's, it's like that was now. I get. I want to ask him about it. I get, get confused on the titles sometimes because um, when I was a, when I was younger, there was a, a a Monkeys album that was called "That Was Then, This Is Now." And um there's also a book and a movie by S. D. Hinton. Um and so um that title, that was then, this is now, kinda of, reminds me of the title of his new record, which is that this was now. It's a weird mixture of this was now. So It's a fun record. I'm going to play, um, the first track I'm going to play off of it is a track called Gasoline. I just like it. I think it's groovy. I think it sounds good in it. The music is awesome in it. Um, and so the album itself is is a lot of fun and I want to talk to him about it. It's, I don't know, it seems like it's got a few different styles in it. It's, um, it's really catchy. He, um, He's pretty good at writing a melody. I really enjoy the melodies in his songs and stuff and the way he sings them. And Once you hear it a few times, you already start singing right along with him. Um, It's real catchy that way. So we'll start off with Gasoline, and then we're going to end it with um, a surf punk type song. Um, I thought it was really, really cool. There's a bunch of cool ones on here. I really had a hard time figuring out which one I wanted to play at the end of the show, but I decided to go... um, with the surf one, and it's called um, "Evil Surf Thing." It's just—it's it's just a couple minutes long, but it's great guitar and a little organ keyboard thing in the back, and um, it's—it's it's perfect for what it is. And so we'll close out with that. And in the meantime, we'll talk to Jeff Zero. So I'm gonna—I'm really long-winded tonight. So let me get off this microphone and play gasoline, and then we'll give old Jeff a call. All right, here we go. Gasoline by Jeff Zero and his own private universe.
1: Yeah gasoline children should be heard but never seen it runs and runs and runs on gasoline it runs the smoke and fire and gasoline it runs the smoke and fire and gasoline children should be heard but never seen
2: Our
0: Thank you for calling the Funky Town Podcast. How can we direct your call?
2: I'm uh, calling for Jeff Zero, please.
0: Oh, he's not here right now, but uh, if you leave your credit card number, he can call you back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man.
2: How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? Doing really well. Doing really well. Had a pretty good day. Awesome, what'd you do? I, I really did a lot of nothing. I, I took the dog for a nice long walk. That is a good day. Yeah, and then just kind of took a nap and you know, did a lot of nothing. Right on, man. Cool. Um, yeah, so uh, I was noticing, um, not not the jump just straight into it, but I was noticing that uh, today's date is 2 twenty four. 24 and it made me think of your song, the um, the even years. Yes, yeah. Even even years are odd. Yeah, even even years are odd. Because they are. Well, yeah, and that's cool. So it's a two four two four. It's two four two four. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like yeah, it. Yeah, it sound, yeah. I do too. And um, so, do you think that um, this even year? Because I mean, we're only like a month into it, you think it's going to be an an odd one? <sighs> It's a
0: really odd one, and it's only going to get odder, man.
2: It seems that way, huh?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Not to, yeah. I, I would just say yes. I would just, not to get political or anything, but yeah, it's going to be yeah. a fucking weird one.
2: Yeah, it's a, I, I don't know if it's because we're getting older. Um, I mean, everybody, uh, collectively. But um, we're getting older, and I, it, it just seems like every year is more odd than... The last. And I look at my parents who are in their seventies, late seventies, you know. Uh-huh. And it's gotta be really wacky for them. Just, just with like AI and stuff, just all the different things that are going on, NFTs and whatever, all this just nonsense. It's just like oh
0: Yeah, it's 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 crazy, you know, and it started, you know, I'm a hundred, so it's I mean it started back, you know. Years ago, when they took, like, you know, debate classes and and civics and all that stuff out of school, and we started taking standardized tests and started watching TV, and then we got computers, and, you know, just we're, we're, we're lacking that, that human touch, and everything's instant gratification, and everything is, you know... Everybody's got a debit card, cash. You know, even just stuff like writing a check at the grocery store or or watching a TV show, on or or anything, man. This is just, it's just, it's just all, and it's getting weirder all the time and faster and all the time. Now, you know, people, you know, I want more channels than TV, so they invented cable TV, and that got expensive, so everybody goes to streaming services. But now you're subscribed to 27 streaming services at ten dollars a month, so.
2: It's, it's the same. I know. And like, you know, and so like Amazon is just now raising their prices. It's like a, they're going to start throwing ads in their shows. Um, and if you want it ad free, then you got to pay like an extra $3 a month. Yeah. You know, and it's like the reason why we were doing this was to get away from ads, you know, from free TV and stuff and then not and not having to pay. Because it was frustrating to have to pay like, you know, like $100 because you wanted some kind of, you wanted to watch hockey. And that's all you wanted to watch, you know? Mm-hmm. But you had to get this sports package that included this, that, and the other that made your bill like $100. And you're like, hey, you know, where if you just could have got – so I like the idea of having – just being able to get Max or just being able to get Disney. Um, but – yeah, after a while, it's, and then you get Hulu, and then you get Netflix, and right. you get Prime, and you get. You know, it's just like
0: and the, and the and the downside to that, all of that, all of those choices, is you know, I don't watch TV. So, but you know, back in the day, you would you would you know on Wednesday night you'd watch your favorite show, and maybe you tune in early and you catch the end of the show before it, and it was oh that's kind of cool. You know, but now if you have 477 streaming services and YouTube and and everything else, how do you find new music or new TV shows? How do you, you know, we've we've got all this choice in our hands and and no, I don't know, man. There's no communal. Everybody watch Dallas on Thursday night or whatever, you know.
2: No. I agree, and I disagree. Um, I do agree that it's like not everybody is watching the season, a finale of Seinfeld or whatever, where it's just like you know 20 million people or whatever. Um, but for some reason, there is some sort of thing where I mean, everybody's watching the same show. I, I don't... I'm not up on it. Like, I never watched Game of Thrones. I've never watched The Walking Dead. I've never... You know, some of those really big shows that everybody watched mm-hmm. and everybody talked about, I just... Never got on board for no reason. I just didn't, you know, wasn't trying to make any kind of stand. It's just, it just never did. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, but somehow people still find a way to have this a collective e- experience. But now you have the whole no spoiler. I haven't watched that episode yet. You know, I'm not that far into right, the right. season, so it's it's not all at the same time. You kind of gotta wait and stuff. You know, getting fights. Oh man, you watch them for me, man. Come on, you know, let's watch <laughs> it together.
0: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not much into watching TV. I just don't have a lot of time in the day to like just sit and watch somebody else's story play out. You know, I mean, I've, mm-hmm. I've um, I'm, I can, <clears throat> I've always used that time to create or write music or play the guitar or, or you know do something. So I don't. I don't really watch much TV over the last like literally 1000 years like a, yeah. I don't even own on one I don't even know the last time I
2: owned a television You don't like, have to watch decades. television to own TV anymore mm. That's true that's true Um yeah you're not missing out I mean there is some really good show I mean from what I hear everybody's like it's the golden age cuz I mean you have all cuz of, of all these uh, streaming ser- services and they're able to do certain things and they're able to shoot them like movies that um I'm sure there's some fantastic Shows out there that develop over 13 episodes Way better than a movie would You know, Mm -hmm. it's more like a book Kind of a thing or whatever Um, I think it's there, but yeah It's a distraction, I mean It is to keep, you know, us from Whatever your view is Whether it's to keep you from You know, doing what you're supposed to be doing Or, you know Practicing Or creating or cutting the grass or whatever it is it's usually a a distraction from something
0: yeah i agree we're we're we have a an
2: accord yeah but i do watch tv still i mean not a lot i don't watch a lot of the shows but i do um i I find a couple hours a week to where i can i can squeeze it in
0: i did watch trailer park boys joe Taki has been threatening me for, or not threatening me, but like you need to watch Trailer Park Boys. You need to watch Trailer Park Boys. Like, say oh, he's well, threatening
2: yeah, I know how he threatens people. <laughs> <laughs> I got it.
0: And I and I'm like, all right. and He goes, well, the first season's kind of slow, but, and I ended up watching the whole damn thing and was pretty pretty entertained.
2: Yeah, it's so. it's so wild, especially when you first watch it. You're like, what exactly am I watching here? It's <laughs> so bizarre. That's one of those things where you know I made time for that. Um, yeah, that I really enjoyed. Um. Yeah, so You have um A record And it's called mm-hmm. This Was Now Yes okay. I keep getting confused with it um, Do you remember the old song that was then This Is Now by the Monkees Or even the book by S.E. Hinton uh, No and No Okay Do you remember The Outsiders By any chance The Outsiders it was a book and then it was a movie and it had, um, it was like in the 80s and it had a, I mean, it was like the start of Emilio Estevez and Patrick Swayze and Rob Lowe was in it and C. Thomas Howe was in it and Ralph Machaccio was in it. It had like all these. Then, no, man, I'm the,
0: I'm, the, I'm the worst movie dude in the world. I've seen, I've seen zero movies.
2: This is one of the, well, this is why you're Jeff Zero. Yeah. Zero TV, zero <laughs> movies. i have seeing the theme. So, but anyways, though, yeah, that was a song. Uh, th- there was a book um, called "That Was Then." This is now turned into a movie, and I think the monkeys did the soundtrack, or the at least the title track for the soundtrack. Because that was then. Mm-hmm. This is, and so whenever I'd see that, I was I kept wanting to say, "That was then," or "This was now," or you know. Anyways, I like to play on, on words. Is, 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 it's kind of where I, I'm going with that. Cool. Yeah, because it was you know at. at
0: when the record was being recorded you know this this was now right so it it was now when we were recording it and -hmm. when you're listening to it after it's after it's been recorded well this was now at one point (laughs) so
2: yeah no it's just like the podcast it's always weird to me it's like i'm talking to you and when you're hearing it it's now to you but it's my now is a different kind of now
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's, that's kind of where it came from. You know, so That that was, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you liked it. Glad you caught it. You know, um, you know, I've had people say, well, well shouldn't it shouldn't be this is now. Well, I mean, this is now, but this also, this was now.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's <laughs> fun. And that's a, I think that's a, an ongoing theme throughout, um, your album with your writing is, um, it seems like you like to have fun with your words and a little bit of wordplay here and there and turn a phrase or what have you.
0: I do, absolutely. Yeah, I'm a big uh you know, I'm, lyrics are have always been important. I'm a big, you know, Zappa fan, I'm a big Elvis Costello fan. And you know, if you can if you can if you can turn a clever phrase or put a put a weird twist in something at the end, it just kinda adds another level. Mm-hmm. You know, and music should be fun, you know, I mean, there's so much, well, not all music should be fun. I mean, sometimes you just want to turn on Rage Against the Machine and, you know, get your, get your yaws out, but sure. there's no reason, there's no reason, you know, in, in, you know, the, the band, the name of the band, why it's called In His Own Private Universe is kind of fits in the whole thing, right? You get, if the universe is infinite, then literally any point in the universe is the center of the universe, right? So Alpha Centauri is the center of the universe. Earth is the center of the universe. Inside of your head is the center of the universe, right? Because you have infinite infinity from every direction. And if, if you're going to have your own... If you're going to be the center of the universe, so I'm the center of my music universe. My music is the center of the universe. What kind of music exists in my universe? It's fun... It's catchy, we're having a good time with people that we like and and then my universe intersects with my bandmate's universe and intersects with the audience's universe and, you know, if we're going to be here tonight for the first time in the history of the universe of any galaxy, any planet, any time you know, this group of people have never been gathered together before to listen to these songs in this order and, you know, if you're going to create your own universe, what kind of universe do you want to be? And mine is Mine is a it's a fun universe where where your favorite band playing your favorite songs and hopefully you know in your universe you went to you went to this club and you had a good time or you listened to a record that you enjoyed and it was nothing more than that you know just try to communicate a whatever the message of the song is and you know be inclusive I don't know I'm rambling sorry
2: no no <laughs> but I I, I get. What you're saying, because that's what I was thinking when I, when, when I listened to it I, at least I think you nailed what you're trying to get because I was like, I was like this is a fun record you know no not not every single subject is fun, but mm-hmm. it, but it's approached in a fun way it it is real catchy um i I like your use of melody it's after you hear any one of your songs more than twice, you're already starting to sing along to it it It's real easy to pick up and sing along with it, and I like that when I'm able to awesome. you know sing the songs um and uh i think you have a good voice too because it's not the same you don't use the same voice in every song you know they're subtle um differences and not every song is like a a few weeks ago i played real 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 and if you hear that song you may think okay i kind of get an idea what their sound is like or whatever but like this week i played the first song i played is gasoline and i it's a completely different type of song i mean it's feels it's similar but i mean you know it's a different kind of deal and i'm going to close with the uh with the evil surf thing mm-hmm. song which is completely another kind of you know in this album it is fun but it also has a, a few different I, cause I don't think genre is the right word it all fits in just modern rock alternative rock genre mm-hmm. you know but there is some punk to it there is some Almost like a like a Jim Blossoms or something from like the '90s. It kind of reminds me of. There's parts of it where it has that mm-hmm. almost Americana, not Americana, but like but like Jim Blossoms, wildflowers, yeah, kind of thing.
0: Well, that's that's what I was going for. I have I live in in abject terror that you know I don't want to be Green Day. I don't want to have two fast songs and a slow one. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. <laughs> uh, um and i'm like i said i'm a huge zappa fan i'm a huge ween fan so album to album song to song you know it you can flex your muscle and you don't have to be locked into they're a punk band they're a they're a synth pop band they're a whatever you know like just put the record on man and, and and let's hop through some genres and let's just it all to me the intent is to make sure it all sounds like me but it sounds like me and you're getting a peek into my record collection
2: okay that's cool. Yeah. And, um, Wien's a good example of that. I was even telling, um, my wife the other day, I was like, man, it's like, I was like their, their albums where it's like, you, you're listening to it. And some of it, um, your kids would like, I, I don't know mm-hmm. if, if you have kids, but my kids would like, you know, they're, they're 10 years old or whatever. Um, you know, and they would like, um, ocean man or some of these songs yep. but then you have another song where it's like the blarney stone or right. baby <laughs> bitch or you know yeah. any of these where it's like whoa okay you know i mean it's just completely i mean this is in the same album do you have a favorite ween album
0: yes i do the mollusk is my favorite ween album that's 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 easy my second favorite ween album, we're gonna to have to fight about it so it could be could be black pepper, white pepper. could be chocolate and cheese yeah white i'm sorry white pepper yeah. could be chocolate and cheese could be montreal i mean shit there's so i mean really any of them 12 yeah. country 12 golden country greats
2: yeah see i think mine is, is is white pepper and then 12 country golden greats and then mosque i mean that's that's one of my top ones i listen to all the time um but yeah i've always liked white pepper that album to me is like the perfect album
0: yeah, it's it's one B for me. Um, it's one B for me, and and it, again, the, that's another one where you've got you know like Buenos Tardes Amigos mm-hmm. and bananas <laughs> and, and blow, uh, right? Bananas and blow, and then Stroke Race, you know, just like which could be Motorhead if you,
2: <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, I yeah. mean they they you know it it it's cool. I I really um, I like it whenever bands are able to have that kind of freedom because I don't know. There's not too many bands that are that way. You know, it's really yeah. like this, this is our sound and this is, you know, we got a formula, like you said, and we're just going to kind of stick to it and keep churning out the hits. And that's fine. Yeah. But I really enjoy well, the ones that are, you know, that are more... My, my, yeah, my my
0: intent is like, when I write a song, I'm not trying to say, oh, you know, I'm a punk band and I need a new punk song and this is going to be popular with kids and get them, you know, it's kind of for me it's like you know there's a song that's missing in the universe i'd really like to hear but it doesn't exist so let me just write it you know and and so so i I write i wrote this record because it didn't exist and i i listen to it sometimes because i i wrote it to you know all of the songs have a story or or a message or something to say but i wrote a record that that i would want to listen to so that in the absolute worst-case scenario, if everyone on planet Earth hated it, I wouldn't feel like I was trying to cook a dish for somebody I'd never met and didn't realize they're allergic to garlic. You know, now... now You know, well, shit, now what do I do? At least I like it, you know? Yeah. And and uh, and, and that has allowed me to not worry about, you know, is this going to be popular? What's the single going to be? I don't, you know, I don't have any illusions of getting signed and going on tour so why not just make records i want to hear and that's kind of where i'm at
2: no i love that attitude um that's i think that's the best way to do it you know because one there's the whole um oh what's the word where it's like you're you're receiving something if if you're open to the universe and the universe can speak through you you know and you're you're the message through you is going to be uniquely yours. Um, yes. And so there's that whole idea. Um, but I love the idea of making something that you want to listen to. It's like, look, this is the kind of record I want to hear. I want these kind of instruments. I want this kind of, you know, w- w- whatever, and make it for you. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, because it's been a long time since, since since I was in a band. But there was a time whenever I was, I was in a band, and that was always the way... I, I i approach it it's like I wanna write songs that I wanna hear, you know, mm-hmm. I always thought it was weird whenever I would like read about a band, you know, and they would start talking about like what they listen to, and the stuff that they listen to is nothing like the music that that they make, yeah, mm-hmm. I always thought that was so odd, I was like, huh, oh, you know, but um. But Anyways, but that's the way I, I always was, and it's like I would listen to my own music and be like, "Yeah, that's really cool." We, you know, we actually accomplished what we wanted to. I wanted, this, I wanted this to to, to to be out there, so I can hear it, and it is, and I can hear it, and I like it. I don't, you know, it didn't matter if anybody else liked it,
0: right? And then, yeah, and just you know, again, just like the cooking analogy, you know, you might not like it, or I mean, another person might not like it, but if you like it, and you're mixing these ingredients together. You know, and somebody might just go, "Holy shit! I've never would have never thought to have put, you know, those two things together." And that's pretty cool. And then that's 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 the win, you know, when when you can kind of catch somebody unexpectedly.
2: But there is a lot of, uh, of these days trying to you know ride the algorithm, trying to figure out okay, this is what's hot right now, so I got to yeah. you know write this kind of song or have this kind of sound because this is what is blowing up wherever. Right.
0: Well, I kind of figure, you know, I've been ignored my whole, my whole life musically, you know, nobody really, I mean, in the grand, you know, certainly not the Rolling Stones or the Beatles, right? So in the grand, in the grand scheme of things, if I'm gonna be obscure or unknown, then why am I trying to please anybody else? I'll be, I'll be obscure and unknown on my terms.
2: Yeah, you know, if you're gonna be that anyways. Right. <laughs> and, yeah, they might as well have fun with it, and, yeah. Yeah. and man, and it really it it seems to me now. I don't mean any any kind of like world fame or anything, but it it seems to, to me whenever people st- start to do that, is when they start to get a little bit more recognition. People start to see them because before they didn't see them; they saw right some a generic person, and there's they're all walking around what, what they call them NPCs, you know. Yeah, and so when you can all of a sudden be yourself, people start to see you, see you.
0: Period. Yeah, I, 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 100% agree. You know, I, like I said, you know, when I was younger, I was trying to do that thing. Well, write songs that, that other people would like. And I'm just at an age where, you know, it's, uh, people can tell when you're sincere and people can tell when you're trying to, trying to write like, the latest hit single, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I think people 98 times out of 100 are going to want something that's sincere and real over something that's a, a really good copy of something else that, you know,
2: anyway, ramble. Yeah, no, but I get you. You know, I think that's what people are striving for. And I don't I think a lot of people um, do see the stuff for it's truth, you know, but, but, there, but there are lots of people out there who just don't, you know, too. They're, they want to see a certain thing, a certain way. And they just see it that way. And, um, cause it, it's easier. I mean, with m- music and movies and, mm-hmm.
0: and different things as well. And I support that, man. If you want to listen to, if you, if that's what you want to listen, I support that a thousand percent, but if you want to listen to something different, I like to, uh, it's my anchovy theory. Um, you know, if 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 you're an anchovy, then be an anchovy. And just tell people, hey, if you like anchovies, this is the half of the pizza that you want. If you don't like anchovies, totally cool. I'd go eat that pizza over there. It doesn't have any anchovies on it. Either way, I have some pizza. But the anchovy doesn't say, well, what if they don't like me? Maybe I should try to taste more like a mushroom. Then you're going to be a shitty mushroom and a shitty anchovy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right.
0: <laughs> So just, just be an anchovy, man. And if people don't like anchovies, that's that's totally cool. Like, I get it. You don't like it? Awesome. You know? Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> I hope.
2: I was going to say, I think that comes with age, you know? I think, that mm-hmm. at least for a lot of us, you just you just learn that over time. You're just like, man whatever i'm just going to be myself yeah. cuz it's playing trying to be anybody else is just way too much work and way too much grief and it's just yeah. just be myself and all of a sudden it's like oh you
0: know and even playing live when i was younger you know when i was younger you know it's like oh i'm cool i'm bestowing these songs upon <sighs> you i'm the, i have the disaffected rock star attitude you're playing in front of 40 people in the club dude you're not you know you're not at Wembley Stadium yeah. and now now I'm just up and I'm I'm genuinely me I'm the same on stage as I am off and like we're just here to have a good time and you know let's let's do that and you know I don't have to again it's it's a sincerity factor you know you're going to see the same me on stage as all a little bit more probably amped up on stage but no, still same thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and people seem to react a lot better to it now than they did ever in the past. So I'm just going to keep just keep being wow. me and either either have a slice with anchovy on it or don't. Mm-hmm. Both have some pizza.
2: Well, I do, think, and I think maybe we were talking about this a couple of weeks ago with a, with question beg or whatever. But I, um, I think that people are looking for more authentic experiences these days, and they'll probably continue. Yeah as the world gets weirder and weirder and things become more, you know, automated and all that kind of stuff, it's, um, they're going to be looking for more of a real human experience.
0: Yeah. And question bigger. I love, love him, man. I love his stuff. I've played a couple shows with him, yeah. met him a few years ago at an open mic. And it's like, huh, I have music in my head. Uh, so I'm just going to invent my own instrument and I'm going to make, to make the music that's in here and you know he certainly doesn't give a fuck if he sounds like the killers or
2: <laughs> yeah yeah no no he did exactly what 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 you said he found something that was missing and he brought it in, into the universe mm-hmm. you know there's there's nothing else like that out there that I've seen yeah and so um so how long ago did you make your record
0: um we well that's an interesting story um it was released on the streaming services in August, on August first, which is my birthday. So mm-hmm. it was rec- the second time we recorded it was uh, in April. We ha- and then uh, the the vinyl came out in October. So I really haven't been promoting it till the vinyl came out. Um, but we had recorded it once at Cloudland. Um, and I'm very thankful there was a hard drive failure. Uh oh, I don't know. Oh, no it's all good it okay. really it's and we lost the record and it was like we were like getting ready to do final mixes um. but the first version of the record you know was not as authentic you know I thought I was Paul McCartney or something And well gasoline needs seven guitars on it Ben and this needs you know whatever on it and this needs a, a backwards glockenspiel and all the cool stuff you can do sure and, and then I mean it I still have masters of it. I mean, it's still okay. It's still good. But then when when we had the opportunity, you know, I realized, man, this isn't really authentic. And Joe said, "Hey, if we're going to re-record it, just imagine that you're a four-piece band, and you know, you can only have four things going at once. So if I had, if I was playing guitar and guitar, I couldn't have guitar guitar keys. One of the guitar players would have to stop." And play keys so it made it more i don't know organic or more real mm-hmm. it did you know we you do, don't need 47 overdubs and i'm much happier and thankful to the universe for fucking up joe's hard drive
2: yeah <laughs> yeah that's cool um see that's I, I could see me doing the same thing that I, I could see me going in in the studio and just being like oh yeah we're going to layer this and layer this and it's going to be like this big sound wall of sound and go you know just all these different tricks and it's gonna be like Sergeant Peppers or whatever, you know. Uh-oh. And then it's not necessary, you know, I'm not the Beatles. <laughs> you know, we're not like right. the Sergeant Peppers right. We're just, you know, some dudes in Fort Worth that are trying to make a you know rock and roll blues record or whatever and so right. stick to guitar bass and drums. But no, it's, but it sounds good and there's a lot of good use of the of the keys in there as well. I like a lot of the songs when when the keys pop up.
0: Yeah I'm actually i I'm actually thinking about adding a fourth member. I actually, yeah. To 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 be able to uh, just have a little bit more sonic breadth live.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I mean, you know, the the it's not Queen's Reich. I mean, if the keyboard isn't there, you're not going to miss it. I mean, right. live. But I, I would like the ability to have a second guitar player, one more vocal for backing vocals. You know, somebody that plays either keys or sex just, just some more tonality live, you know. So we'll see. We'll see what happens.
2: All right. When you put your um I was looking um at the record too, Look like when you put the there's a couple of times let me pull it up real fast. We're on the on the album where like so like I thought that um the gasoline and Mr. Mustard Gas go really well together and like any mm-hmm. town and secret girl, were kind of like almost like a brother sister song you know and then mm-hmm. and then at the end it was evil surf thing and little green men um so i'm i'm assuming those are put in that order for a certain reason it wasn't just like a random thing you actually kind of paired those up to kind of
0: yeah I, I wanted the album you know I've, I've i've got other records other from other projects like z zero right and that's that's a little bit more progressive pink Floydy kind of thing but i think it's important especially these days like we were talking earlier about things are different now you know there used to be a time where you know records would come out on wednesday you go to the record store you call your buddy hey man guess what i picked up and you know you put the record down you play side one you flip it over it played side two um and it's the album experience and and what i try to do is, is track these in an order so that there's a narrative Mm-hmm. You know the two chemical songs, the two angry big rockers. You know, Mister Mustard Gas and Gasoline are together, and the kind of the fun outer space. You know, little green men and, and evil surf thing are kind of together, and and you know there's there's a you know there's there's a a rise and a fall. There's an ebb and flow to the to to the tunes and to the mood, and, and in the end, it's just a nice ride. So. That's important to me because he brings that album experience back, you know, that the, the people today are missing. You know, mm-hmm. you listen to your, oh, my Spotify suggested this. I hear one song and another song. But, like, what about the experience of, like, just sitting down and just riding it out, you know?
2: Right. And when you have a, an actual vinyl record, um, it makes you do that. Yeah. You're not yeah, that's really why it was important. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, on on
0: vinyl, on vinyl, e- even on a CD, you can skip skip around. It's harder to do that on vinyl, and, uh, and that's was important to me to hand it out on vinyl. Not that I'm trying to force anything to your direction, t- to tell you there's a right or wrong way to listen to it. But this is the way that I intended it to be listened to. And you know, if you just want to put it on side one and then flip it over and hear side two, you'll hear the way I want to. Do whatever you want. Again, it's anchovy.
2: <laughs> sure, but. But still, if, if there's anybody that's going to be able to, to say this is the way that you should hear it, and what order you should hear it in, it should be the person that made the songs. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, I used to get frustrated. I had a, a girlfriend years ago, and every CD, she, she would just put it in her car and she would just hit shuffle. I'm like, they didn't want you to hear the album all random-like. I was like, hit the first track and just let it play. every time, it doesn't matter what it it could be a a Pink Floyd record and she's going to hit shuffle on Dark Side of the Moon I'm like, are you insane? (laughs) She was a psychopath, she really wasn't so, yeah, people that do that are crazy Yeah, that's a red flag for sure Yeah, so that's why it was a girlfriend from a long time ago Right, absolutely So you had a good time um, recording with Joe? I did, I did I
0: like recording with Joe He's... um i've been this record took forever to record i've i've been some of these songs are you know decades old mm-hmm. um and I, I just was waiting you know i've been in studios for years and years all over the place and just could never find it it would never turn out to be the record i wanted to listen to and then when i when i went into Cloudland, i met joe because i was playing bass with the richie and the burning sensations and I uh, played based on his record and, and met Joe there and he was just super easy to work with. And I'm like, Hey, you know, I want to do something here. And he was like, he will take his experience and he will offer an opinion or offer a suggestion if you're open to it. And sometimes he'll, he'll just let you do what you want. But I, I found that we, we fostered a really good working relationship to, uh, how did you feel about that take? Huh? Or come on in and give it a listen. Or are you sure you want to listen to that? Is yeah. that what
2: you meant to do? And it's like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Uh, so you meant to do that, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I thought, uh, well, okay, we'll try it again.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, and he's really good at making, because he's got a lot of, like, how many bands has he recorded? A gazillion, he's right? Had
2: a ton by now, yeah, for real. And, and so,
0: you know, and 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 he's made some suggestions that I liked, and he made some suggestions that I didn't. And the cool thing about about it is that, that you know it's just a few feet of tape. If you don't like it, then erase it. Yeah, you know, nobody died, nobody got hurt. The song doesn't exist, so it's not like you know anybody's going to miss that version of it because it just won't get heard. And 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 I'm of the uh, I'm of the I'm of the mind. You know, the songs are, uh, they're orphan little babies in a basket, you know, and you find them on the porch and, you know, it's your responsibility to nurture it and keep it warm and feed it. And if somebody wants to come over and say, Hey, that baby looks cold. Let me put another blanket or the baby looks hot. Let me take a blanket off. You know, as long as you're serving the song, um, then it's not an ego thing. You can say, okay, well, no, the baby's already had a bunch of candy. So no more candy. That's cool. Candy. But
2: sure, but we need some meat. But
0: but maybe some meat. And so Joe is really good at allowing me to keep my vision, but also able to steer me when I got a little bit too like, who do you think you are, Todd Rungren <laughs> Come on.
2: <laughs> now I'm sure he's seen you know. A lot of bands, and I'm sure that he's probably had some bands that have that have come in and was like, "We have big ideas, and this is how we're going to do it." And he's like, "Okay, fine." Mm-hmm. And he just does it for them, and he and he probably thinks, "Yeah, that was a shitty record; that they, they didn't do it right at all." But this is how they wanted to do it, so I'm just going to, you know, they're paying me to do it, so we'll do it that way. Yeah. You know, I'm sure yeah. that he's seen plenty of bands do it wrong. I'm sure he's seen plenty of bands do it right as well. To where, yeah. when you go in there, he could probably be like, "Hey, you can do it that way. I've seen it done." Yeah. 't really well the, out, cool,
0: so the the cool thing with joe w- was we we made like Joe's a friend of mine now like i'm I'm a client, I still record there I give him money, he's still yeah have deadlines you know still working relationship, but I feel like he's my friend, and at one point he was like, and it made this is I think what solidified our relationship was he was like. You know, I like these songs, man, and this record is going to have my name on it. It's going to say recorded at Lamb. So I just really want to make sure that you are putting forth the best product for you, mm-hmm. and and selfishly, kind of for me, because I want people to listen to this record and go, "Fuck, that sounds good." I want to record there. So you know, it was a win-win.
2: Yeah. No, I'd, um, I've talked to to to, to Joe, in yeah. more than once. He's been like, "Hey man, you need to you need to meet Jeff Zero, and you need to have him on your show." And I was like, "Okay." He's like, No, know he's a great guy. I think y'all get along. You know, I mean, he's told me more than mm. once. You know, I know he thinks highly of you. Well,
0: that's awesome, man. He, yeah, you know, I think highly of Joe. Joe's Joe's fantastic. You
2: know, so and so another thing. So I, I learned um, that we're also getting both getting guitar lessons from the same person.
0: Yes, uh, I actually met Denver through Joe. Um,
2: Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: And he, we were recording and like Denver had to, I don't know, Denver, whatever. He had forgotten a guitar strap at the stage, something, something he had stopped in. I'm at Denver. And then like a few days later, I saw that he was giving out guitar lessons and looking for new students. And I'm like, wow, you know, like, right after i put this record out it'd be a really good time to learn how to actually play the fucking guitar
2: <laughs> i think the guitar's great on it man i think there's some i, I, I think you'd do really well cuz i was like that well, I, mean, I mean everybody can get better you know so I was yeah, like, but i don't know too many working guy or not working but you know guys that are in bands and stuff that are actually taking lessons i, I think that's great well denver
0: takes lessons so like he's a he's a he's a you know and you know also before before denver i was uh uh you know i was of the mind of like well i'm self-taught i don't need anybody to show me you know i'll figure it out and that's great And, and it's done me well sure but but there is there you know music is a language and there are Way that professional musicians communicate, and and having some music there, like why is this? Why is this a suspended chord? Why is this a seventh? What what does an ad night mean? Mm-hmm. You know, and and knowing all of that has it's not just w- when I hold my hands like this and move it up two frets, it still sounds good. It's like oh, <laughs> you know why? Here are the reasons. Yeah, you know why? So it has really expanded my musical range, and it's expanded. You know, like like I play piano a lot better now taking guitar lessons from Denver because half of our lessons are music theory lessons Sure, and and, and
2: uh so, so and, you know and, how to build build the chords and do the scales and stuff and it's just white black now it's not these squares you you it, it's got to be a little easier right cuz it's just the white and black keys to kind of count it out and stuff
0: that that too it, it's it's just the relationships between them you know and and why is this um you know and, and the, the I know my first lesson with Denver was was he's like, "Well, let's just do an assessment, let's just pretend like we've never met, and I don't know anything about you, like do you know what a major chord is? Do you know what a minor chord is? Do you know why? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know do you know what a seventh chord is? Do you know why you know do you know all the if somebody says it's in the key of G, what are those chords right uh, uh, I don't know well, now that I do, I'm not so." I'm not falling into those repetitive, well, I, from a G I can go to an E minor, for a G I can go to a C, or a G I can go to a D. It's like, well, I'm in the key, what can I do that's interesting, that's different, you know? Mm-hmm. It, and and it's, it's really helped my songwriting. I feel like since the record has come out and, and since I've been, been working with Denver that, that it's just opened a whole musical vocabulary um, you know, I'm working on a, um, my, on a, on a, on a project called Roy Davis. And it's a, it's a country record. It's like, uh, if, uh, if unknown Henson and Buck Owens and, uh, Dr. Stephen Bruhl got together and made a record, um, and it, it's, it's a lot of fun, but I'm able to do it because, because I understand now what, what's, you know, it's just really helped. It's yeah. just, I
2: don't know, I don't no, no, no. It's good because I like, because um, I'm kind of on the same journey because I went there and it's like I know how to play the guitar as far as like I was self taught. I know how to play on my open cowboy chords and, um, mm. you know, in, in my bar chords. That's that, that's about it. I don't know how to do anything fancy up in the middle of the neck when it comes to chords. Like, I still don't. I'm not quite there yet. But I went there thinking, also, I know some stuff. He'll probably just show me, you know, like a bunch of licks and stuff so I can. Add them to my C and G. I can do a you know a little run in between. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was the same kind of, uh, kind of thing. You know, he's like I was like I was like he has to what scales I knew. I was like oh I know the A minor pentatonic scale. So I, sh- I showed him that. Like, do you know your major scale? I'm like no, I don't know the major scale. I just know one scale. <laughs> it's, the pen- <laughs> it's the it's the, the the first position of of the pentatonic scale. You know. But then yeah, we started doing. Um, th- Teaching me how to count it and why those notes are in that scale and then how to make what notes are in the other scales and then how to get the chords from that and all that stuff. I was like, oh, that's so fat. And I'm not really trying to write songs, but now I know that if, if I want to ever get back into songwriting again, you know, I have the tools to – mm-hmm. to make, it, make, it makes way more sense to me. I wish I would have done this 30 years ago, honestly. you know. But, yeah, I'm having a lot of fun
0: right but be thankful that you're that you didn't start 30 years from now
2: you know man i honestly don't know if i got another 30 years in me, <laughs> well, I, I mean, me hopefully too. you know hope hopefully i mean that'd, that'd be 81 so i mean it, <laughs> it could be possible you know it, but anyways um but yeah no i really in, enjoy it and i think he still has some spots open so if anybody's listening and they're they're thinking about you know getting Guitar lessons. Look up Denver Williams. He's he's great. I go over there, and there's like um, a couple of times as I'm waiting for him to come out. Um, he comes out in like a mom and like a child, like a eight nine. I think I think he was eight because I asked her, in a, I think he was eight years old, and he's starting to take lessons. With yeah, so I yeah I saw there? yeah yeah. There's 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 a girl
0: who I was over there at Denver's. We are working on the video for Real, 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 and I think it was like a Saturday, and I was supposed to go right after his lesson. This girl comes downstairs. She's got to be 10 or 11 years old, and Denver's like, this girl's a monster. She's amazing.
2: That's yeah, cool. That's so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: I got a 10-year-old, and I cannot get him to even be interested in it. He's just like, I'm not into music. I'm sorry. I'm not into music. I'm like, it's fine. You don't You don't have to be. I'm just telling you, if you learn now, you'll be so thankful, And I, and I can make him. I don't want to make him because then I don't think he'll yeah. enjoy it. You know? Yeah. I don't want music to be like a, something that his dad made him get into, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, yep. it, it's here. One day, maybe you want to impress a girl and you'll be like, Dad, can you teach me how to play the guitar? And I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll teach you then. But, you know, you're going to wish you learned when you were 10. So when you're 16, you know. You see, like some of these kids like that, like that Jack Barksdale. Have you seen him play? I have not. I think he's like 16 now, maybe. But I mean, he's around town. Um, dude, this kid is incredible, and, he, and he's been playing since since 10 or 12 or whatever. I mean, just a virtual what, what's I don't know a savant or whatever. I mean, he's can play any. It's all finger picking stuff, and he does like the country stuff, blue stuff, yeah. the nylon string stuff. He's just, just just ripping it, man. He's so good, and he's still so young.
0: Okay. Yeah I'm, ex- I'm excited when I see stuff like that you know just these, these kids you know because when we were young we didn't have a youtube video we, we you know you, mi- you might have a songbook with some some you know musical notes or or maybe some, maybe it's a, a book of tablature which may or may not be accurate mm-hmm. but you know now the, now these kids can hop on there and you can see the video tutorial on whatever how to play on whatever yeah. And so th- these young kids today 15 16 or better than you know somebody was when they were 20 in their in, in their 20s you know years ago and then and, sure. and, and, you know like imagine what this kid's going to sound like when he's 30 if he's been if he's 30 and he's been playing for 25 years
2: yeah you know it's crazy. <laughs> now, i can tell you what we did back in the 80s we would record mtv and then try to like watch the video of like eddie van halen Over and over and over again, trying to figure it out, or you know, just that's the only way you'd be able to. If you couldn't do it by the radio, a lot, man, I'm impressed with people who who can sit there and listen to to the radio and not only just figure out what the chords are in the song, but actually play it the way the song is. And just from listening to it on the radio over and over and over again and just fiddling with it.
0: Yeah, I know a guy, I know a guy who is uh, he's kind of got that savant, he's an older dude. Um, and, uh, he, he'll show up at some of these open mics. I st- I don't live in Fort Worth yet. I'm move I'm moving there with My my is up. I've been trying to get over there for a while, but, um, went to go see this guy and he was like, yeah, I was just listening to this, uh, to the radio on the way over. And I heard this song and I, um, just really want to play it and he can hear a song and then play it back to you That's just incredible. from hearing it once. Yeah.
2: And I don't know if you just play for so long and you learn so many songs um, that you just start to hear the same hooks and riffs and stuff to where you're just like, you hear it and you go, I know what that is. I know exactly what i mm. are doing. And you can just, then it's just knowing where to put it at. You know, oh, okay, he's doing this here and doing this here. I just, okay. You know, I mean, there are people that are just that way.
0: It's- well, Tom doesn't read music. He doesn't read tablature. He doesn't, He he literally just hears it and plays it back like a like a recorder. It's some kind of... He he says he doesn't know how to do it. He does the same thing with piano, too. Like, he... Weird. he He didn't even play the piano, but he, like, here's something. His wife was taking piano lessons. And he was like, right, hold on. And he went down, and he, like, pressed all of the keys. He's like, okay, well, cool. So then this would be a bling, bling, bling. Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, this is, like, a D seventh. Like, what? <laughs> just from hearing it in his, in his head, and he would just... It, people like that are... You know they make me mad, you yeah, know, no for <laughs> real, <laughs> like I had to study for a long time to get this
2: <laughs> to get this mediocre right exactly <laughs> I, was, I didn't want to say that, but that's exactly what I, where I, th- I thought you were going, yeah it was, I had to study this long and th- this hard just to get this mediocre, <laughs> you know and some people can just, whip, just rip it out it's, it's like, like I had heard a story, and I don't know if it's true if it's just one of those a guitar or those rock and roll music lores or whatever but whenever the, um, the Van Halen brothers were kids, like they had switched instruments. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it was actually on the drums and Alex was yes. on, on the guitar. And then like one of them couldn't get something down that they were trying to do. And so the other one went in there and just picked it up and did it per- perfectly. So then he, he got mad and went on the other one's instrument and started playing his stuff. And they like, oh, let's just switch. And they just switched. I was like, really? You know, do you think that it's so crazy? You know, but like, uh, The drummer just walks in there and picks up the guitar and starts, or it was probably, I guess it would probably be Eddie that was the drummer. He walks in there and picks up the guitar and just starts playing something that Alex was working on and couldn't get. Mm -hmm. And he just does it without any practice. I'm like, I don't know, you know. But maybe so. Maybe there are just people out there that can just do that, you know. Even like, BB King always said he never knows what he's playing. He's just, he's just done it for so long. He knows what square to put his finger in at what time you know yeah 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 like i don't think he does any chords or anything it's just meow, <laughs> but he's made a living on it and i think he's i think he's authentically him you know yeah that goes back
0: to what we we're saying earlier yeah. like he's not he's not trying to be anybody else he's not trying to he's not trying to be chuck berry he's not trying to be little richard he's like i'm gonna take this one fucking th- Note, i'm gonna bend it i'm gonna squeeze it and i'm gonna twist it and it's gonna do what i want it's like okay right on yes it absolutely
2: will yes sir It's <laughs> great so all right what was the name of your of your country outfit that you're gonna do again
0: well it's, it's uh roy davis and uh it's, it's all capital r-o-y-d-a-v-i-s exclamation point okay and, Roy uh, Davis. and Ron Davis, cause that's what my mommy used to call me when i was little she said what are you doing so it's all it's all um i've been working with uh denver a little bit because he's he's he played in a country band for mm-hmm. ever he's great and, and kind of so stuff. so we we've been working on uh uh, arranging the songs and and doing some home demos in his in his home studio, so that when I go time to record it, and then we're going to do a, a a mockumentary about uh, how Roy Davis actually recorded this record. So, and then I'm gonna uh, my intent is to put together a country band um, to to play behind it. Nice. Um, yeah, and it's all it's all. You know, like I got a son, I fucked around and I found out the voices in my head are the ones that want you dead. Mm-hmm. You gave me a daughter instead of a son. You know, it's just like, just like on the edge of not like the Beaumonts or David Allen Coe, where it's, uh, it's, it's, it's dirty. It's a little bit humorous and suggestive and more Dr. Steve Brule. Like the guy doesn't realize that he's being inappropriate a little bit yeah you know good-natured but it's it's been a lot of fun and i have discovered um that uh buck owens is although he's world famous and in the country music hall of fame completely underrated like i would i've been sleeping on buck owens for a long time so this is it's very much that
2: Okay, so uh, now Buck Owens is the one that was with Roy Clark on Hee Haw, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I just not to make sure. Because, I mean, I did sleep on Roy Clark for a long time. And, man, Roy Clark can play the a, a, a guitar like nobody can play. That yeah. dude is Him. fast. But I had never really Him. got into Buck Owens.
0: Him and Glenn Campbell. Listen to Buck Owens. Buck Owens is all about the two-minute and 15-second, two-minute, 30-second story that is just so in and just so catchy and so gets in your head Hmm, okay you know and and um and his his just everybody right now just after this this episode is over just you're already on spotify go look up buck owens play play his greatest his volume one the blue one and you'll you you will you will be amazed
2: i'll check it out Man, I always liked his guitar—that red, white, and blue guitar that he played mm-hmm. on Hee Haw. I said, I only know him from Hee Haw. Well, I
0: only used to know him from Hee Haw, and 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 that was really, you know, a, a double-edged sword for him. He was he was famous, but then people thought he was a goofball because he was on Hee Haw, mm-hmm. just like Roy Clark, you sure. know. Um, but and Glenn Campbell too. He, there's another dude that could play the fucking guitar. He was actually a member of the Wrecking Crew with uh, Carol Kane and he was a session musician for a long time. Okay. Glenn Campbell can play can, Glenn Campbell can play the guitar like nobody's business. So a lot of so that's that's kind of what I'm leaning into for this uh, Roy Davis thing. You know that uh Wonky Tonk? I guess.
2: Okay. Yeah. That that's cool. I have never heard that, but that's cool. I like that Wonky Tonk. Um, Denver Denver made that up. All right. <laughs> No, that's kind of what I'm. Um, we're not there yet. Like I said, I'm. I'm learning um, a lot of scales and my cage stuff with with Denver or whatever. But that's where I'm trying to get to. Is I want to get to be able to play. I really want to play finger style, but I want to do like the country blues, ragtime, mm-hmm. you know, a bluegrass, but just that kind of all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, so I'm really been, and I guess just because I'm 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 getting older and. It's the nostalgia and all that stuff, but yeah, I've been really liking a lot of that type of music lately. I'm wanting to play it,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. And Denver's a great dude to 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 learn that kind of stuff. because, he, hey, what can't he play? You know, like we were we were doing some demos at his at a, in his studio, his little home studio, and he's like, you know what, this needs this needs honky tonk piano. And I'm like, uh, okay. And he goes, well, hold on. And he pulls out his keyboard and he puts some honky talk piano. You know, it just needs some banjo. I'm like, uh, uh okay.
2: <laughs> nah, he's awesome. Now, I know that, like, a long time ago, when I very first started doing the podcast, so it's probably been, like, it may be 10 years, but it may be, like, nine. Um, But he's in Chil- um, ching lotus
0: Yeah, Lotus. a yeah. Uh,
2: In And I'd seen him play and stuff. And then there was a guy around town named Vincent Emerson, who sang country, and then um, his guitar player at the time was Caleb Stanislaw, and I love watching Caleb play, and he played good country guitar, just some really good licks and runs and stuff, and I was like, I liked watching him play. Well, he stopped playing with them, and then Denver was going to play with him, and I was like, I was kind of bummed, because I I really liked Caleb, and I only knew Denver as the the Chinga Lotus guy and I knew that he could play the guitar but I didn't think that he could play like Caleb man whenever he started playing with Vincent I was like oh my god I was like I love watching Denver play that kind of music I mean he can play country guitar and it's so much <clears throat> fun to watch him play and that was a long time ago he's like he's so much better now than he was eight years ago or nine years ago Okay. So, yeah, yeah, he's a good dude to have working on that kind of stuff with you, and a good dude to be teaching me that kind of stuff too. I, you know.
0: Absolutely, man. I have learned. I have learned more. And again, this is a this is not really a Denver Williams guitar instructor commercial, but it could be. Could be. I have learned. I have learned more in the last probably three or four months taking lessons from Denver than I have probably in the last twenty years by myself. Yeah. Easy.
2: I. I, I <laughs> I can agree with that because there's somebody to ask questions to, and, mm-hmm. and if they answer it, and you're like, "Yeah, I don't get it," then you can talk about it until you get it. <laughs> of just, right, you know, right. Like, I mean, I can look it up and, and go, "Okay, what's here's my question," and then I can read the answer, and be like, "I still don't. I'm not any more clearer than I was." You know. Yeah. And so he's really good. He's real patient too, as far as the. Oh yeah, down and
0: down. No, not judgmental at all. Like we no. we did something, we did something, and we were on. We were just on this. And I was just like, yeah, it all makes sense, it all makes sense in the next week. He goes, let's review what we did last week. And I'm like, Denver, I forgot,
2: literally forgot everything we did last week. And he goes, okay, well, we'll just do it again this week. Yeah. <laughs> all right, whatever, that's cool. Yeah, no, he's awesome. So, yeah. yeah, I didn't mean for it to be a, a Denver infomercial but but he's a good dude man and he's a in, uh, you know as long as you're looking him up then look up his music and stuff too if you're not f- f- familiar already but yeah i want everybody to to go out and check out your um album if, if they haven't it. because it, it it is like you said it's it's a if you're trying to make like a really good fun record that's just got like a lot of different feels to it you know and good ebb and flow and Beginning, middle, and, and end, this is I mean, I think you nailed it. You know, this is even with the the last song is Spokane and it's kind of a slower song, you know, and it's a good way to close it out. I'm I'm not playing that now, I'm gonna play the evil surf thing. But I do want to bring up that, that that song as well. Is it I mean, I'm assuming it's about Spokane Washington and is it an idea or do you actually no it's 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 the,
0: the you know if you, if you listen to the song it's a it's a it's a song about you know I'm looking out my window to see which way the wind blows they say the wind brings change but who knows we might be better off in Spokane mm-hmm. you know and then you know just he's uh, the singer of the song is just you know I don't like it here anywhere else is better even Spokane and at the end of the song the last line is I've never even been to Spokane okay yeah you know? and and actually he is, the 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 city is pronounced Spokane so it's mispronounced so he doesn't even know how how to pronounce the name of the city but it's got to be better than here
2: okay you know yeah so yeah so it it is more of an idea that's what I was thinking uh, yeah I didn't even catch what he was I just thought you you said it weird for. I don't know. Poetic license, you know what I mean?
0: <laughs> no, it's like he yeah, yeah he's he, yeah, he,
2: he'd, ne- he'd
0: never been there,
2: never, you know, but but
0: certainly Spokane, if we could just get there, we could start over. Yeah. You know. And uh and that's and that's kind of what I wanted to leave a little bit of a you know, a wistful kind of a like the the that's, that's the last thing I wanted to leave you with is a little wistful you know, and well, well then shit. Then, then flip it over and play side one again.
2: <laughs> like it's real, real, real. <laughs> right?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's great, man. Um, well, thank you, man. I, I'm, I'm,
0: you know, I'm really glad that you, that you that you know you took the time to listen. That's 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 the connection for me is the most important thing. You know, it's you know if if you like anchovies, then then listen to it, and 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 if it and and we'll have. We'll have a great time and 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 hopefully connect, you know. So I'm 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 thankful that you, that you gave it a listen.
2: So and I don't like anchovies, but I do like this record, and that's cool.
0: Yeah, I, mean, and I don't like it, so you know.
2: No, I used to say the the same thing. I had lots of friends, almost probably maybe everybody I know. I may be the only one who doesn't like Metallica. And I don't think they suck. I don't think they're bad. I don't talk shit about them. I just don't, you know. And how do not like Metallica. They're like the greatest rock band that's ever been. I'm like, dude. And finally, one day, I was like, man, it's like, look, I don't like broccoli either. It doesn't mean that everybody else <laughs> can't, can't like broccoli. And that was always been my thing. Towards like, sometimes you just don't like broccoli, you know. And to me, that's broccoli. Yeah. you know. But yeah, that was so the anchovy thing kind of resonated with me. Yeah,
0: and 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 we're we're aligned on Metallica. I recognize. You know, I recognize that they're talented, uh, and I recognize that you know they're huge for a reason.
2: Um, but I, uh, yeah, that's cool. No, I mean, and. Quite honestly, what I like the most about them is the one thing that everybody hates, and that was the Black Album that had Inner Sandman and all that stuff on it. I was like, oh, okay, yeah I kind of like this. You know, it's like, you can't like that. That's their worst album. I was like, well, they never win, you know. Right. I finally like them, and they're like, no, 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 not, not right. that record. You can't like that one. It's like, oh, well, never mind. So right. All right, man, I've had a really good time talking to you and getting to know you.
0: Yeah, me too, man. I'm I'm really glad that we finally, you know, we finally got a a, a chance to uh our, our universe is uh finally intersected. Kind of collided. Co- collided, I don't know. That's a strong word, but if you want to say collide, I support
2: it. All right. Well earlier in my in my in my in, in my intro I said that we were gonna have a Jeff on Jeff Crime and I was like, Well that doesn't sound right. <laughs> so, you know not always as good with turning a phrase. Okay. Awesome, yeah. Well, I've, I've had, I've
0: really had a great. time. I've really enjoyed getting getting the chance to talk to you. I, I, I listen to your podcast, and and uh, you know, and it's it's cool to actually be on it. So it's like
2: uh, that's really cool. Thank you. Awesome. Oh yeah, man. My, my pleasure. And then so um, yeah, so I'll close the show um, with the evil surf thing, and then uh, I'll encourage everybody to go to your Bandcamp or Apple or Spotify and and check out the album. Plus, you got lots of other stuff. Like I know on Bandcamp, you got like a bunch of other different projects that you've done
0: yes yeah i got some there's there's i've got a kind of a progressive pink floyd thing the z zero and then zombie space jab jazz with astronaut zombies and uh and then pretty soon we're going to have a little bit of roy davis coming up and so it's going to be all good
2: that's cool well make sure i follow that page make sure that you follow that page i'm gonna go in there and check out some of the other stuff that that you've got up so all right man all right well you have a good night you too, and and and, uh, and and have a good
0: night. Have a great uh, have a great upcoming week. Or I guess I hope that by the time this actually airs, that you have had a great week.
2: Well, I hope to have it up tomorrow, <laughs> usually in the morning time. So, but yeah. <laughs> All right, man. But maybe whenever they're listening to it, uh, they're now we'll be having a
0: good yes, week. yes. You, if the listener, have a good week, whatever week it is, have a good week, and have a good week next week.
2: Right. Exactly. All right, man. <laughs> Okay. All right, man. Take okay. care. Okay. Thanks, man. Yep. Bye-bye. All
0: right. Bye-bye.
1: Bottom of the ocean, there is evil at the bottom of the ocean, and it rises with a terrible commotion. And I don't want to go surfing. I've been spotted over Tokyo and I don't wanna go surfing there